Welcome to the Rush Hour Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 68. I'm your host, Terry, and your co-host, Malcolm, here. Hey, guys. What's going on? So in today's episode, we're going back. <laughs> back into time. We're going back. Wait, you know that song? What is that song? Uh, this is Breakdance Song. That, uh, it starts off like that. <laughs> we're going back. I feel like back I, into time. I feel like I know that. I feel like I know that. I don't know how the beat goes. Yeah, yeah. And it goes... We're going back like... What, seven, what was it, like 30 years I think we're going back yeah, right so now? Yeah, so today we're talking about Nautilus machines oh, and yes. machine training. <laughs> yes, Nautilus machines, that's, that's back uh, back like Arthur Jones days, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean they still have Nautilus, some people preach on Nautilus machine training. To this day. So, yeah. to, so to let's, this day. let's first explain what is Nautilus machines for people who don't understand. Uh, so a Nautilus machine... It's a brand. It's a brand, it's Nautilus is the brand. Uh... <clears throat> The machine itself, um, so you can so basically everything you do on the machine is seated. Um, there is no there is no movement that involves you like on your feet pressing anything. Unless well, there is a leg press actually. There's a leg press one machine that actually had to does right. have that. And you're locked in. Like but everything, everything you do is locked you're in. You're really locked in like where you can't even move your your torso. Yeah, everything you do is pretty much like locked in. Like you don't really you can't like move any other extremities. You're just basically like. If you're gonna do a bicep curl, you're kind of locked into the machine. Do a bicep curl, you kind of like you can't move anything else but your pretty much your arms. You can only flex and extend your arms. Um, like a leg press, same thing. Hamstring curl, leg curl, same thing. Um, so basically, every, everything you do involves you sitting on your butt, pretty much. It's never you're never really standing up on the machine. Yeah, and they're like big contraptions. Yes, they uh, up a lot. Of have you ever saw Saw movies? <laughs> I guess you can relate to that. <laughs> saw movie. Some type of machine that locks you in place. You can't yeah. really move anything. Seriously, yeah, this is what, this is, takes up a lot of space. Uh, it was out back in, what, 1970s, I believe it was? Yeah, and then they are probably using up to like, up until probably like... Maybe like, what? Maybe the 60s, probably. Yeah, and they were using up to like maybe early 1900s. The 2000s 1900s yeah. yeah I mean yeah. 1990 1990 yeah sorry <laughs> 1900s that's, that's a little it's way back way there, back there. but uh, like in 1990 maybe even into the 2000s and then they started like switching over to like hammer strength and yeah. more like cable machines where yeah. you actually have some movement yeah the guy who created I believe it was uh, Arthur Jones he um mm. he literally he literally made millions off this machine because people believe that this is the way to go as far as exercise goes hmm. literally like people like bought this machine and thought that this was like the end all be all as far as like exercise and like it's a lot of money there's a lot of money yeah he made so much money off of it mind you around the same this around the, around the same time Arnold Schwarzenegger was working out and he was doing you know he was doing machines, but he, his whole sort of workout wasn't of developing machines. Like he was squatting as at least you know with right. standing doing movement. That while he was squatting, he would lunge. He would do a bench press. Mm. You know this. Not every and not every exercise he did involved him in, in the machine. So even with that going on, with the best looking person in the world was alive at this time and at his at his, at his peak, people were still believing in this other guy was with his arms machine. Yeah, so yeah. and he didn't even look nowhere near as good as you know Arnold did. So right. it was like people were still uh, like kind of naive, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Were naive at that time. Yeah. And yeah, and so like this machine, I believe we found the guy um, a while ago who still uses it. Was well, to use the method, you know, like the uh, thirty for thirty kind of like method where like you. No. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, he used the method as far as like the time of detention, kind of like right. method, but he didn't. But he no, he still had Lord and Knowledge Machine too. The he person said, we looked up. Okay, he's yeah, okay. He's, he still believed in, in his description. It says, well, we we pride on Nardo's machine using these machines <laughs> to, to change your body. Okay, all right. Like, yeah, I mean, I, sh- I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but we're going to mainly talk about uh, machine training and, like, if that's all you need or uh, why you don't need machines, I guess. Just pretty much overall on uh, workout machines and the benefits of them and also the the negative effects of them, like, when you should be and shouldn't be using them. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess, first of all, I'll say that machines are best for people, like, like uh, for aesthetics or for specific weaknesses. Right. Um, yeah, on top of that, when I was first learning how to train people, I was told that machines were best for people who are first starting to work, learn how to work out. Mm. And I agree and disagree with this. Yeah. Uh, it depends on certain type of movements and exercises. Mm-hmm. Like, um, for example, if someone can't squat, you can't put them on a leg press machine and expect them to learn how to squat. Oh, yeah, it doesn't teach them how to squat. Uh, it doesn't teach them how to squat. So uh, when I was first learning off how to train, it was like if they can't do any free weights, just put them on a machine until they eventually magically continue free weights. <laughs> so it was like if they can't do a row, like a, a barbell row, it was like put them on a seat, a seated machine. If mm-hmm. they can't do this, put them on a seated machine. Everything is like put them on a machine if they can't do anything. Right. Like they, they uh, I was... I was taught that if someone's brand new to fitness, you always start them off on a machine. Right. And then eventually you move them off the machine. But um, I disagree with that now that I've learned a lot more. Yeah. Um, a lot of people could actually start off without machine, just yeah. do body weight mm-hmm. uh, stuff. And, you know, just work with free weights right away as long as they know how to do certain movement patterns. Um, machines doesn't really teach them yeah. how to eventually do something with a free weight. Right. Um, so... That's something I learned in terms of machines. Like, yes, it is helpful for newer individuals. Like, let's say someone can do a uh, push-up right. or someone can do dumbbell presses uh, off the off the bench press. Right. Uh, using a machine is helpful. Right, it is helpful. It's, it's a lot easier than, than doing either of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think machines are great for that when when you're helping someone just building upper body strength and yeah. just learning, teaching them how to push. Yeah. And also maybe like a, a seated row. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have a cable machine and they can't use any dumbbells yet because they can't keep their core engaged, mm-hmm. um, then a seated row machine is great. Right. I mean, leg extension and stuff like that and the leg press, that's, I, think, I don't think you need those at all no, in don't. terms of like for someone who just want to lose weight and, and don't want any type of aesthetic goals in those specific areas mm-hmm. maybe the leg extension is good for people who are rehabbing mm-hmm. and that's about it right. and the leg press is good for people who are rehabbing right. but in that you never need the leg press you never need the leg extension mm-hmm. uh, unless they have one specific goal right yeah. um, I like I got like everything you just said I agree with 100% like for example if someone can't do a push up like it's easier it'd be essentially easy for them to do a bench press you know right mm-hmm. yeah bench but, press yeah a lot of people can do bench press but they can't do a push up because push up is more like core full body engagement exactly. or it's not just mm-hmm. uh, pushing with your arm that's what yeah. a lot of people I guess uh, get the misconception when yeah, doing yeah. push up like oh it's all upper body strength my upper body is weak most yeah. of the time it's not that it's just your core is weak most of the time it's your core is weak yeah and then from there 
people can't learn to like use their scat to pull back to be able to do a bench press better. So then you put them on a machine where you just you're still developing upper body strength, but you're not you're not risking their shoulders in, in that in that um in that aspect, you know. Right, right. So that for that there in that case, then yes, you will put them on the machine. It does make exactly. more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, other than that, other than that, really, I don't really use them at all. Like maybe. Maybe if a machine isn't available, um, I do I, I do use them. One machine I do use for people is a hamstring curl. That's a machine I do use a lot for a lot of people um, because <clears throat> most of the time people tend to have weak hamstrings when it comes to like a deadlift. And you, right. they, when they pull a deadlift, uh, the, the hamstring is like a secondary um, extensor to your hips. So first is a glute stance and hamstrings. Mm. And most people have weak hamstrings where they don't really know how to use their hamstring when they deadlift. So using the hamstring curl just strengthens them, strengthens them in the aspect, and they and then they can understand, have a mind and muscle connection, how to contract them when they're actually exercising in the gym, when yeah. actually doing a deadlift or a squat as well. Yeah. But other than that, I never ever use many machines at all, if any at all. You know, mm-hmm. maybe here and there, I for myself I use like a machine, um, but for my clients. Very rarely, I'm, I can t- I can probably I can probably go a full month without using the machine, and you know, and it's like one of the things where I just use here and there. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I don't think it's uh, beneficial for most clients, yeah. just because of the fact that you can't do too many variations of exercises on there. So you can do tempo, you can do like short range of motion, and you can do fast. Yeah. Um, but you really can't develop any kind of like other kind of variation other than that. You know. Right. You can do like a short range of motion of a hamstring curl. You can do a slow t- uh, time of detention of a hamstring mm-hmm. curl. You can do lighter, faster, more reps. Yeah. But doing heavier on there, like four or five reps in it, doesn't really do you any benefit. It doesn't right, really, right, it doesn't yeah, really yeah. have any benefit at yeah. all, you know. Because mm-hmm. at the same time, it doesn't really, it doesn't translate over into a deadlift or a squat. It doesn't make you better at it. Yeah, yeah, definitely um, doesn't. You know what I mean? So it's, it's one of the things where... Aesthetically, yes, you can use it. You know, if you want to just build, have nice hamstrings and yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why. <funny. laughs> nice legs. Yeah, some nice legs or some, or some leg extensions or whatever. You know, but like, like, I have a client who literally, you know, she'll say like, "I want to do machines today," and I'll do machines today, and I'm like, "No, no, I'm sorry, we're not gonna. I'm, I can. I would love to do that to you, but I'm not gonna do that. That's just a waste of money." Yeah, know? I mean, it depends what. Yeah, it really depends on the person's goals. I mean, if the person. Nine out of ten, they want to lose weight. Yes, nine out of ten times they want to lose weight, and you don't need machines for that. You don't need machines at all. No, yeah. you don't need machines. Um, at all. Unless, yeah, unless the person specifically said, "I want to look better with this muscle right here." Yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm I'm a bodybuilder, or I'm a bikini competitor, or something like that, where they they have to yeah. use machines. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, nine out of ten times you're trying to lose weight, you're better off not using the machines and burning yeah. more calories doing something else. Exactly. Yeah. That's. That's, and that's what I try to explain to most people every single day in the gym for the most part. It's trying to be efficient. How can you burn the most calories in the shortest amount of time? Right. You know, how can you burn the most calories within an hour, hour and a half? Yeah, because most people aren't like are us. Like We could have a schedule where we could work out for two hours because mm-hmm, exactly. we have the breaks. So, because most individuals, like yeah, they have a work nine to five or mm-hmm. they have like midnight shifts and yeah. then they come out of the work yeah. they only have an hour to train yeah, have everything hour else they might have kids they might have family mm-hmm. they have to yeah. do, take care of things yeah. you know so within so, the hour what can you do yeah. and be most effective so about being so like I said all about being efficient you can't be efficient enough working a single joint movement um, in the gym it's like you can't you can only yeah. burn max maybe 
20 to 30 calories on a hamstring curl, you know what I mean, or a bicep curl. You really can't burn, you really right. can't do that much, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm sorry, it's just, it's just not going to happen, yeah. you know. Um, and so people, that's why I try to tell people on the machine is that if you want to lose weight, then yes, mm. this is something you should not be doing, you right. know. You should... Or it should be like the very last thing you very do. Last thing very you last do, thing you do, yeah. maybe like two sets, just yeah. to get... Um, extra uh, blood flow into those muscles exactly. that's about it exactly yeah that's about it really is about it yeah it shouldn't be like the first exercise on your priority <laughs> list like oh, let me go do a leg extension first <laughs> like people like who have good genetics you know they can you know they can get away with doing, doing it you know if they yeah, yeah. don't have any goals to lose they have any reasons to lose any weight yeah that's, that's totally fine right, right. but most people who I inter- interact with, probably you as well, they, said they care a lot about what the scale says. Mm-hmm. You know, you can change the number on the scale and they'll be happier. Mm-hmm. So we wanna, if we want to really change what the scale says, we have to do things that involve us standing on our feet. So any upper body movement that involves you having to use your core is going to be more efficient than doing uh, seated chest press, you know? Right. Yeah, most of the time, like, clients that we work with or people that we encounter you're sitting on your ass pretty much all day anyway all day anyway so like why do we want to put you in a position where you're just sitting mm-hmm. you know exactly because you know like we all have you know most people also as well have issues as far as like lower back and like hip right. hip and, and knee issues as well so having them seated doesn't really help them in the long in the long run you know and that's also what we have to talk about as well as like how can we help them in the long run? How can we help them down the line, you know, you know, years years after they get done training with us, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, and it doesn't, like uh, we said earlier, it doesn't teach them anything. Like, no. Putting them on a machine doesn't teach them how to do movements in real life or, like, let's say, uh, or how to actually do a specific, like, reverse lunge. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very common movement, reverse yeah. lunge. Just tying uh, your shoes. Yeah, tying your shoes, right? <laughs> that's a common, <laughs> common one that... Uh, a lot of people actually do yeah. or like um, you know reverse lunge or forward lunge or yeah. just running forward yeah. uh, picking something up or some just something you do on an everyday basis that you don't even realize right, yeah. how can we improve those movements yeah. and yeah I mean uh, it is a bit tedious in terms of like doing those movement patterns very meticulously uh, but it's going to translate over to real life yeah. Uh, usage. Yeah. Like when you're sitting down, like, it, I I have no clue how it translate no. into your real life activities. No, yeah. it doesn't translate translate yeah. at all. And um, you know, there's, there's like, you know, there's reasons why we have people doing this stuff. And yes, it may be tedious for it's tedious for me to teach them. Mm. Um, and it's tedious for me to teach them, and it's also obviously it's harder for them. That's really all it is. It's just the movement is harder. Right, right. It's, in, in like, it's harder to actually hold a, a weight in your hand in front of you and squat down with it and get up with it rather than sitting on the machine and doing legacy. Well, yeah. You know? This is what I want to point out, too. Like, for trainers who aren't good trainers, in my opinion, will put their clients on a machine because yeah. they can't teach and can't coach they can't, someone. They're not, they're not good at coaching. They're not good coaching. Uh, they have no good coaching skills in terms of teaching someone how to do a proper movement. Mm-hmm. Like, they could squat themselves, but they can't teach someone how to squat properly. Exactly, yeah, like, exactly. they can have a perfect squat. They literally, their squat could look like an Olympic lifter or power lifter, mm-hmm. but, but when they come to teaching someone, yeah. they're like, uh, you do this, this, mm-hmm. uh, you just sit back and that's it. Right, like, yeah. it, it takes a little more coaching than that. Yeah. So, that's something I like to point out as well. So, if you are looking to hire someone they're looking to work with someone if they're just putting you on machines you you probably should find someone else because mm-hmm. they're not good at what they're doing so they're scared to actually put you 
or like try to coach you through a movement because they don't know how to really explain how how to say the correct words or mm-hmm. say the proper cues to actually help you uh, learn the movement. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's... Like, I saw a kid the other day. These two kids, uh, they were they were kind of... They were young. They were probably, like, in their, like, late teens, early 20s. Um, one kid had a perfect squat. Yeah, yeah. You can tell no one has ever taught him how to squat. You can right. tell he just dropped down and just did right, it. Right, right. Yeah, and um, then he first told his friend. He started like, yo, you know, you just sit back like this, and, you know, and you just stand back up. That's it. That's all it is. Just sit back down. I'm like, that does not, <laughs> this is not how you tease someone how to squat. <laughs> and the funny thing was, like, I mean, I mean, it's not like, like the kid, the kid who was squat was was Asian. He was an Asian kid. And he was, yeah, like he had, he had a perfect squat. There was no. Yeah, let's get this straight. Asians are good at squatting. Like, <laughs> Asians are just good at squatting. Yeah. And he, it was a perfect squat. And his friend went. And his friend at the bar, and he was like squatting down. And he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, just hit hips back." And he was like, "Now, you know, sit your butt back more and more and more." And then he just and he then stand up with it. Yeah, and he yeah. was trying to. Mm-hmm. I was watching him do it and. And the kid just, you know, his ankles is really, his ankles is just really tight. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he couldn't, yeah. you know, he just kept coming up on his heels and his ankles are tight. And the other kid couldn't explain to him why, he's like, why your ankles are coming up? Right, right. Why he, and he just, he keeps on, you know, just look at me. He's like, just, just look at me. Yeah, look you at know, me. you see, I come down like this, I want you to do the same thing. <laughs> like, that's when you know you have a bad coach. Like, yeah, someone yeah. that just say, like, you know, just do it like this. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that's what they say. Just do it like this. And yeah. they'll demonstrate it. And then they'll watch. And then you'll struggle through it. And then they'll do the same thing. Like, you know, it's like this. <laughs> and it was funny because, like, you know, it's... And it's, he's not a coach. He's just his friend, you know. He was... Like, right, but there's, like, some trainers out there who are literally like that. Literally like that, yeah, They're true. just like, yeah. you know, just do it like this. Exactly. You yeah. know, uh, you know... Uh, I said, you know, sit down a little more. Just yeah, try yeah. to sit down a little more. You can do it. Come on. Like, no, they can't. You have to. You see, there's a limitation, <laughs> and they just keep telling them to sit down a little more. Yeah. So it's like, so in that aspect, yeah. Some trainers, they, they have this. Uh, you know, they for an hour, it's like, okay, why would I spend time teaching them when I can just sit them on the machine and do this? Right. 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 Yeah. And that that mindset. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot easier. But uh, me as a trainer, I would get bored. You know, I I get more. Out of teaching someone something very tedious mm-hmm. rather than sitting them on a the machine, you know? Yeah, I mean, some of my clients I worked with before, we literally spent like 30 minutes on just how to do a kettlebell deadlift. Yeah. I mean, yes, I'm, in a sense, am I wasting that session to burn calories? I am, but in the, you want to think long term, right? Mm-hmm. That means next session, if she that person could deadlift, that client could deadlift, mm-hmm. we could just advance her into burning more calories right. in the future sessions. Right. right? Yeah. So sometimes, like if you actually find a really good trainer that trainer will actually just focus on one or two things mm-hmm. that single session yeah like you may tell yourself look i'm not sweating i'm not mm-hmm. i'm not burning any calories and i'm not sweating i'm just learning how to do this stupid pattern <laughs> with a stick on my <laughs> back, stick on my back. <laughs> but it, it actually means something yeah as it means something in the long run yeah, yeah. you'll you'll it's one of the things where yeah the people will feel like they're wasting their money when they're doing that part right, but right. in reality like this person is really trying to help you right you know right. and mm-hmm. That person is that person is really good at what they do, and right, they right. really gonna spend that much time doing that. You yeah, know? cause like um, some trainers, they won't even teach you like how to hip hinges. So like, all right, just go on the like we said, go on the machine. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the long in the in the in the long run, if you have a trainer put you on the machine, and you're a person who doesn't know how to hip hinge, you have and you sit down all day at work. The moment you bend over and try to pick something up, you're gonna eventually hurt yourself. Right, you get hurt your back, and then yeah, yeah. So if that trainer was actually teaching you how to hip hinge. From the beginning, then this wouldn't have happened. I yeah, can almost some trainers don't even deadlift. Like I know a lot of trainers 
who uh, talked to a lot of people mm-hmm. who worked with trainers before, and they said like, nah, we never deadlift. I'm like, I know, because they're scared they're gonna tore your tear your back up, and you're gonna sue them. That's why they just put you on a machine. Seriously, yeah. And that that makes sense, where but you know in reality, like, if you're a good coach, there's nothing you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, you know what I mean, you have nothing to worry about. If you can explain things. If you can explain that lower back soreness is is not a bad thing, then yes, it's it's not a you know it's one of the things where you can you'll be fine, you know. You yeah, know? but just to recap on like machine versus I mean just machine in general. Yeah. Like, and trainers who just use machines, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you guys should just lose your certifications. <laughs> <laughs> like, in terms of like general population training, um, besides from bodybuilding, let's just take general population training. Mm-hmm. I think machines should not be involved at all. Yeah. Like, you know, a person's just learning how to do movements. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's something I've learned. Yeah. Like, as I was talking about earlier, like, when I first started training, mm-hmm. learn all this stuff in college to just use machines. Yeah. Like, put someone on a machine. They can't do anything, you put them on a machine. And right. I've seen, you know, friends of mine or trainers that I know who literally just put the, <laughs> put the person on a machine. And, you know, some gyms have that lined up, like, uh, they have a whole circuit lined up. You know, legs, oh, back, yeah, chest, yeah, and they're yeah, like, oh, yeah. by the way, this is our uh, a line of circuits. So whenever <laughs> you don't know what to do, you just, that of fitness? you just go through this line and go through every machine and you get a good workout. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah, maybe you'll get a good workout, but in terms of like learning how to move properly and learning how to uh, be aware of your body, I guess that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Be aware of your body. Because mm-hmm. like people who I work with, who work only on machines mm-hmm. and they come train with me and I try to teach them how to do certain things they have no clue what their body is doing exactly like when you tell them to like let's say push forward with the arm and, and reach forward mm-hmm. and feel that muscle working or feel that shoulder blade going forward right. they have no clue how to do that no clue at they all. have no clue how to do they have no clue how to squeeze their back exactly. all they know is just like move the machine in a certain <laughs> direction and that's it seriously it's, it's, it's sad you know but you know us I guess you know, we're the people who are we're trying our best to get out there and actually help as many people as we can and try and pr- tell people, like, listen, we don't, we don't, we don't do machines here, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, yes, it's, it's part of some people's routine because let's say they want, like, like we said before, nicer legs nice arm, or nice know. arms. And, yeah, we'll incorporate it at the end just, just for the fact that it's going to help stimulate the muscle and build a little more muscle there. But, but even then, <laughs> but even then, you know, I literally, is a TRX right there. I can literally have you do bicep curls on the TRX. Right, right, You're going to have to engage your core. And, right, right, and it's, right. And it's going to be a lot harder, you know. You can mm-hmm. easily make it harder within that, within the set. Right, You know, right. unless, unless you're, you know, using a, a machine where you have to, like, wait till you're done to actually take the pen out and put it and make it harder. Whereas the TRX, you can literally step your foot forward. You can make it harder within mm-hmm. each, within each rep. You can make it harder and harder. Yeah. Tricep extension, tricep extension same thing, you know. Bicep curl, you can do it on a, on a TRX. Right. If you have a TRX available, you can do it, you know? Yeah, but most people, they like that, uh, they like to have that pump feeling, you know? <laughs> that, you I can give you a pump on Of course, yeah. I think you get a pump on Yeah, I think you get a pump on TRX. But people like to, like, just say, like, most people, I think, over-exaggerate how they're, like, let's say for a guy, for example, I get this a lot. Guys come in and say, like, I want big arms. Mm-hmm. So they come in and, in their mind, they think, like, big arms mean, like, you know, bodybuilder arms where yeah. it's like huge but in reality they, they just want nice arms they want yeah. to have some muscle there right but it's not gonna be huge like a bodybuilder so it, you don't even need to actually do like heavy curls or like uh go on a machine and do an insane amount of curls just doing maybe at the end of the workouts like two two sets of mm-hmm. something is gonna help like like you said the trx rolls uh not trx rolls, trx bicep curls or mm-hmm. trx 
are extensions mm-hmm. is gonna help them build their arms. Right. Like, yeah. They don't have to go through an extensive arm day. Yeah. You don't. To, you really don't. To build nice arms. You, you really know? don't. My my old coach, lifting coach in high school, he always said, "I, I will not let you do bicep curls or tricep positions here." Oh yeah. Never. He never lets do bicep curls. So it's only a push pull. Mm-hmm. He said, "I was like, how? I was like, so how am I gonna work my arms?" Yeah. He said. He said, any, any movement you do that involves you pulling and your fist closed, you're working, you're working your biceps. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. right. I'm doing a chin-up or a pull-up. Yeah, if yeah, I do true. enough reps, you're feeling your biceps. Yeah, you know? yeah. Mm-hmm. He said, and any motion that involves you pushing with your fist closed, you're going to work your triceps. Yeah, yeah. He never, he, he never, mind you, it was only me and my best friend in the gym at the time. Right, we were right. asking, my best friend wanted to do bicep curls. Right. And he was like, and the coach was like, no, I'm not going to, you're, you're not doing them. You know? Yeah, I mean, in terms of my clients training, we do maybe curls and tricep extensions once every two weeks yeah. you know just Seriously. to just to work that joint and work uh, to get some blood flow into that yeah. joint that's about it yeah. if you're trying to <laughs> if you're trying to build strength on a movement yes you kind of do need to work the, that muscle so if you're trying to build strength on a bench press mm. you have trouble with a lockout on a bench press you right. have weak triceps right you know if you have trouble with a lockout on a deadlift you have weak hamstrings and weak glutes right you know if you if you uh you know what what else is there if you squat down or whatever and you you have like weakness out of the hole then okay you probably have a little bit of weakness in your quads you have right. a little bit of leg leg you know right but, but for most people who just want to be healthy and active mm-hmm. you could go a day without a whole lifetime without, <laughs> whole lifetime, doing, any without curls, doing no machines without doing any machines no curls <laughs> and no curls and no tricep extensions Seriously. and all you do is push pull uh squat Hinge, mm-hmm. some type of single leg work and core. Yeah, and your your health. You'll be a living a very healthy lifestyle. Seriously, and yeah, yeah you might not have like a, a body like a, a bodybuilder, mm-hmm. but if that's not your goal, then yeah. you don't you don't need to do that. Stuff. Seriously, if they come in there and say I want to lose weight, yep, and it's like okay, I'm not doing any machines. Right, right. And like you said before, um, most nine times out of ten. Their diet on the outside isn't perfect anyway. Mm-hmm. So if you just had it on a, on a machine, then their goals aren't really going to be as achievable, achievable because they're not really burning up calories in the end anyway. Right. You know. Yeah. So most of the times, us as trainers, we would want to try to counterbalance or the the effects of what they're not achieving outside of the gym. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say if they're not on point with their nutrition, we want to do a little more work in the gym to help counterbalance that to help with the weight loss mm-hmm. or else they'll never lose weight so like like I said you always do a machine they're not gonna change their body mm-hmm. exactly yeah. yeah it's pretty good pretty pretty uh, well said by both of us I think yeah um, so throw away some Nautilus machines if you have any <laughs> if you're a gym that still uses Nautilus machines you should probably invest in some new machines Seriously. I know people have still have them in their basement I mean yeah I, I I think it's fine if you want to be a bodybuilder and you want to like stimulate one specific muscle. Yeah. But if, like we mentioned before, time and time again, most people just want to live healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. lose body fat, mm-hmm. and you know be have some muscle. Like not to a point where they're looking like a bodybuilder. Exactly. Like yeah, that might be my goal right now. But for a lot of people, they don't Maybe. they don't want to do that. They Maybe. just want to be able to play with their kids or be able to just pick up some groceries or yeah. Like they say, they want to have six pack and all that stuff, but, but reality, like in reality, that that really doesn't matter. Yeah, really it really doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It probably really is never gonna happen. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've yet to. That's one thing in my life I've yet to see as a trainer. I've yet to see when my clients go from not having abs to having abs. I've seen them lose a ton of weight. I just never have seen. It. That's one thing I want to try and do as well. 
Well, that's that really comes down to nutrition. You have need someone that very committed in terms of their nutrition. Yeah. And okay. like, or if they could be committed like hundred percent on the nutrition, yeah, you could get someone to have not having abs to abs. I hear you. That's yeah. one that got figured. Um, I've been trying to do. Like but that's, yeah, that's very tough. Yeah. Very tough. I'm sure it is. I never had this one before. Like if if you were working with me, for example, and it would be a lot easier than working with in like a general population. Right, yeah, yeah. Like people who do who do online training, you see people with online training mm-hmm. and you see their transformation. Most of those people are very committed. Committed, like yeah. Committed in terms of their nutrition and yeah. will follow step by step. Mm-hmm. But a, when you're working with general population people, in my opinion, it's very tough for them to be like 100% committed because they have so many other things that they have to worry about mm-hmm. um, that that's not their number one priority mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, getting down, getting a six pack. Right, yeah. I, mean, I think it's achievable, but it's just, it's tough. It's definitely tough. Definitely tough. All right. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, that's our tips in terms of machine training yeah. and how it can benefit you in certain aspects if you're trying to achieve certain t- type of goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not necessary, not necessary at all. If you're just trying to lose weight, and live a healthy lifestyle because uh, learning how to move properly I think is number one and then adding machines on top of that will be the finishing touch uh, to make your body the way you want it to look Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's like a cherry on top yeah 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 that's yeah that's the cherry on top of it it's not it's not the whole ice cream (laughs) (laughs) it's not the whole ice cream (laughs) the whole ice cream is all your main movement patterns exactly yeah Yeah. alright so I hope you guys enjoyed this one Um, if you like the podcast please give us a review on all the podcast application apps. Uh, That'll be greatly appreciated. And thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you guys in the next episode.